Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's uh, Thursday at 11.35 and a special edition of Tech Talk brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing is here. Did the uh, boys at Hamilton Limousine drop you off again today? No, no, not today. I mean, it's 18 degrees, as I said. I, I was going to walk, actually. I thought about walking to the studio. I enjoy Fridays. I mean, it gets me out of the office. Everyone asking me questions. You know, clients calling me going, hey, well, uh, what about? And I'm like, I, I, I'm going to be busy, but you can hear me for the next half an hour on 900 CHML. I was going to actually walk here, and I got outside. It was like, oh, man, you know, and I was a little late. So, no, I, I actually drove myself today. Unusual. Uh, it is, but it's a long weekend, so you know this weekend it's sort of uh, Michelle and I are hopefully gonna uh, hang on to that warm weather as much as we can and do a little bit of the outdoor cleaning. So we were just talking about what were you know yeah. vehicles we use and everything, and you know, uh, and I was I, I always use hers, the SUV, and uh, to kind of lug things in and we're lo- you know all the garbage you sweep and you're cleaning all the stuff that just gets accumulated in the winter. So anyway, that's going to be my goal. So today was sort of get settled, get kind of the car to pack up everything I need, and then this weekend we're going to be spending some time kind of doing some spring cleaning. Yeah, I think that's on everybody's agenda for the next little while. All right, let's let's uh, let's get right to this. What's going on with the sal- this, uh, Samsung Galaxy? Well, the Samsung Galaxy, we know it's the not full- a, It's not all it's cracked up to it's be. A- <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we have symbols around? To do- no, no. All right, no. I'll do it for you. So, yeah, <laughs> Samsung Fold. We talk about all this innovation, all the amazing technology. It folds, it, it slices, it dices, it's faster, it's quicker, and now all of a sudden it cracks, and it it's, it's not exactly up to the uh, quality of a $2,000 phone you would expect mm-hmm. to be. They launched it just this past week. It, it came out on April uh, uh, this past week. And so what happened, though, was that uh, sold out in one day. The pre-order, gone, sold. Obviously, those that received it early, over a third a third of them are cracking. Now, why? Now, let's let's remind people, this is the same company that had the exploding phones yeah, a year or so yeah. ago. It, it exploded, so we, we resolved that at the Note 7 stage, <laughs> and we're now moving on to Note 10. Now we're at the cracking stage. Now, this is really, in my opinion, it's embarrassing for Samsung because we've got Huawei coming out with the folding phone. we got names from China. I don't even know who they are coming out with folding phones. We hear Apple's coming out with it. Yeah. Samsung's got one chance to really make this work, and for the price they're going to be billing out at this, this makes it extremely, in my opinion, struggling for Samsung because they're known for their televisions. They're known for their appliances. And this is a quality of a visual. It's nothing to do with the phone. We know the battery isn't going to explode. We know that the the speeds and the features within it are going to work. But the fact that you're buying a phone for $2,000 and the principle of it is pretty amazing. I think the idea behind it is that it's it's just not ready, in my opinion, for us to take it on mainstream. So anyone buying it, it's going to be one of those, look at the great, it's like the iPhone. Remember the first iPhone that mm, came out? Yeah. I mean, you couldn't even put a calendar appointment in it. You could look at the calendar appointment, but you couldn't include someone, invite people to a calendar appointment. I know, I had the first generation iPhone. I got it within a matter of uh, uh, two weeks of it coming out. And I can say it was probably the most amazing, slowest expensive phone I ever had in my life. So hang on. Don't go too quick on buying the folding phones uh, anytime soon. There you go. A little customer satisfaction uh, problem with Samsung again, but I'm sure they'll, they'll get it they'll worked out. They'll figure it out. Uh, listen, uh, we've talked about security all the time yeah. uh, and because I think a lot of the time we take it for granted and understand that, look, at, uh, as soon as you give somebody information, uh, yeah. you're exposing yourself. And this study yeah. that you've uncovered here the, from hotels, yes, it's pretty troubling. Well, Symantec, which is one of those uh, antivirus software, they do 
obviously testings and systems, and they and and because their systems are cloud based, there was fifteen hundred hotel websites that were being surveyed in fifty four countries around the world. Two out of three bookings in hotels that were booked are releasing <clears throat> our information. What information? Phone number, email, credit card details, but the last four digits. You know how you see yeah. XXX? There's always four digits of a credit card. Um, uh, including the passport numbers or information if you have to provide it, depending on what country you're in, inclusive of even expiry date. So people are getting the last four digits of a credit card number, and they're getting the expiry. Sometimes that's all you really need mm-hmm. to be able to, uh, to take this. So two out of three. That's a out of 1500 hotels across the world are are you know again releasing this information. How? The biggest question is how is this happening? Are they losing it? Is it a mistake? Is it a you know are they they not secure? No, the issue is that a lot of these hotels and many businesses bill, we use a lot of third-party software within our system. So as much as you come in and go, "Hello, welcome to our hotel. Can I get your information, please?" Well, the system they're plugging you in has probably multiple purposes, an invoicing, uh, a financial uh, you may have different software that helps with your sales cycle. All these systems, each one may have, unfortunately, the ability to put it up in the cloud. And this is where our information is being released. Now, how do you, again, how do we get a grip of this? Well, really, there's nothing you can do because the hotel needs the information. Yeah. You're required to provide it if you want to use their service. But just to be clear, our information is leaking, not even with hacking. No one's hacking anything. This is just literally being shared to third-party systems that have the ability to be able to get this detail about ourselves when we book a hotel. It's just uh, it's it's along the same guise of identity theft and everything else. It's out there, and if it people is, want to access there. it, it's there for them. I think when you're releasing it, we're we always assume there's a guy in a hoodie sitting in a basement eating pizza, going, <laughs> "I'm going to hack this <laughs> hotel." And you know, at the end of the day, they're not. It's just people are naturally getting this information. That information's accessible on all sorts of platforms. And it's the fact of the cloud-based system is allowing a lot of our services or, or content to be shared amongst multiple platforms across 54 countries, apparently. Which brings us to Facebook. I mean, if we're going to talk about this sort of thing going on, now Facebook always has to be part of the conversation. You know what? Facebook's always going to be part of the conversation, and they've got some issues. Right now, I can tell you, uh, the, I, I like to follow on two fronts uh, the, the tech side, and I also follow a lot of the business side. And I can say right now, there is a big call on the board within Facebook that they're trying to get the chairman of the board, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, to step down as the leader of this uh, uh, organization because right now Facebook has one point... This is just on top of, this isn't like, hey, wait a minute, did they say that already? This is not a tech talk repeat. This is a official 1.5 million users. It was reported by the Business Insider. We're having their information, their emails, and their passwords from those that were signing up uh, in the last week were being available, and it wasn't encrypted. It was shared across multiple networks, 1.5 million. Now, we look at that and go, wow, that's a lot to Facebook, that's that's a day of people signing up yeah. for an account. Well, they forgot to put a security feature on it, and unfortunately, everyone's passwords and emails were naturally being uh, uh, shared onto the internet. So Facebook's in a bit of a heat, and this is just last week. That's right, 1.5 million. That's pretty low compared to what we've heard in the past. I mean, 300 millions, yeah. 1.3 yeah. billions. I mean, that's 0.3% of what Facebook normally deals with. But yes, that's right. If you signed up in the last week, I highly encourage you, go and change your password because it was leaked out. Which you should be doing anyway. That's right. Why are you signing up for Facebook anyways? I mean, yeah, real, yeah, are we past who's, that who's now? doing that these days? <laughs>
Jeez. Uh, what's going on with Spotify? Spotify, we know, is is definitely a leader when it comes to streaming music. And when something's successful, that means there's others that are interested. And Apple is no, uh, uh, you know, is climbing at 60 million users. But the one that I thought was quite intriguing right now is Amazon offers music streaming, a very basic service with your Prime membership, and it's $9.99 a month. Well, currently Spotify has 100 million paying customers and 115 million are using the free version. Um, this competition comes Coming up with Amazon is that they're about to provide not you don't even need a prime membership you're going to be able to get this with Amazon the streaming service absolutely free they're going to go head-to-head against Spotify so now you'll have two options not the whole music database you'll get a series of music access but you'll be able to get it from Amazon at no charge so originally you needed a prime membership you don't need one coming forth but the one thing I thought was intriguing when I was doing my research on this and I'm like wow that's pretty interesting is you YouTube. And we know YouTube uh, came out with a premium service that was, uh, uh, you know, uh, pay for your your $14.99 and you'll be able to get yourself an access uh, through YouTube. Um, they're controlling 47% of the music streaming online. Wow. Wow. I mean, like, I'm hearing Apples and Amazons and Spotify's and, 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 and all of these features, but 47% of our music streaming is done by YouTube. So I thought that was really intriguing when it comes to, like, why are they not being spoken about? Because really, uh, uh, 53% is a lot. It's a majority. But 47% is by one company. One company, that's Google. Google is YouTube. And base, basically, when you're listening to music on YouTube, you are definitely one of the crowd. And we're not talking enough about it. So I think uh, I think everybody needs to watch out for the mighty Goliath of Google. Uh, uh, otherwise, uh, they may not be in business too much longer. Speaking of Google, Google Assistant coming to a car near you. Well, we got Google Home. And we've got Google Assistant in our phones. Why not plug it right into the car? You can now buy a plug-in. Yes, it's like a little car adapter in your cigarette lighter. Uh, Do we even call them that anymore, Bill? Cigarette lighters? I mean, like... uh, uh, No, I got corrected on that just the other day by uh, our son. Because I said, oh, just plug it in. And I said that. And he says, no, it's called... I I forget what he said it was called. Maybe electric adapter or Uh, something? Whatever it is. Yes, it's like a charger anyway. That's what everybody uses it for. I'm still stuck in that 80s version of, you know, like... (laughs) 60s. Cigarette lighter. Anyway, for the purpose of this conversation, Conversation, your cigarette lighter electrical plug is uh, where you would put in your new Google car assistant. And say this is great for those that have an older model that haven't upgraded or say a 2015 and younger, which is quite old. You can now buy this adapter. And if you love your Google that much, you can have it listening to your voice and comments and, and features all over the place, including your vehicle. What I find interesting is that if you've got a phone You've got the ability to use Google Assistant. You just have to like connect it to your speakers. So I haven't figured out what is the real selling feature of this other than I've got this little device that looks like uh, uh, a Google Home uh, that plugs into my cigarette lighter and it has lights on it. And when I say it, it, it responds to OK Google and off it goes. So anyway, shy of that, if you need your Google to go in your car, there's an adapter for it. All right. Uh, let's let's talk about you talking about uh, Facebook just a couple of minutes ago. They've come up with something new. This is going to be a cousin for Alexa and Siri? Well, I, I mean, honestly, how I, we were joking about like there's Alexa, there's Siri, there's Google Assistant, there's Bixby. Why not add one more? And Facebook has has finally decided they're doing a lot of changes. They're bringing Facebook Messenger back into Facebook, the application, so you don't have two programs anymore. And they're going to create the voice automated assistant that you can, M, which by the way, they reference as the Facebook expertise, uh, is going to now have its own voice assistant. So if you haven't had enough... 
And by the way, the new term for that one is going to be Hey Portal. And now that little uh, uh, version of Facebook will start to ask you, how can I help you? So yes, we will now have five, five options available to talk to and help us coordinate our day under Facebook's uh, new new system. Getting pretty crowded at home now. <coughs> All those voices. Everyone's fighting for my attention. Yes. I know. You're still, I hear voices. Well, who doesn't these days? Yeah. What's going on with Apple? Apple's got a new version of Tile. I don't know if you heard of Tile before. It came out many years ago, probably about six years ago, and it's a, it's like a little, uh, think of it as a clip. And that clip can go on your set of keys. You can put it on your purse, your handbag. So if you're a forgetful person, <coughs> Michelle, then you will be able to bicycle put this on a device and you can sync it with your phone and you can now track it. It puts out a, like a sound. It whistles or and it will tell you on your phone where in the world your keys are possibly uh, located. Well, Apple wants to join that list of, hey, we'll help you find your devices. So Apple's going to be launching their own version um, of, I'll call it Tile. It's like a little clip, electronic clip. It synchronizes with your iPhone, your iMac, your iPad, your Siri, uh, your phone, your car, and it will now tell you, hey, you forgot your keys or, hey, you left your purse over here and here's where to find it. Uh, we've all had discussions about Uber and, and the competitions. There's one in Chicago called car to go and I guess it's not going too well there. Well, car to yeah, this one's pretty, this is like a car sharing program. You heard about these before where they have these uh, uh, programs in play where you can sign up and you can, instead of owning a vehicle, you know, uh, you can now use this app and, you know, you get to register a car. Like, say you need it for a weekend or otherwise. Anyway, in Chicago, it's pretty big in the States. It's called car to go They haven't worked out a little bit of a caveat and that is, well... Um, car thieves have figured out how to A, track where the cars are that you can access, number one. Number two, they've been stealing these cars and they've been using them. It's it's almost like, a, what was that movie with Nicolas Cage and Angelina Jolie? What was that? It was a classic uh, where they stole all the cars. And gone in 60 seconds. Gone in 60 seconds. Yeah. It made me laugh because I'm like, this is like gone in 60 seconds, but the upgraded app version of it. So they were using these apps, a crew of kids, and they were finding the cars, hacking in with uh, username accounts. Uh, un- unlocking the car and then they would take it to a garage. Well, they were going to chop it up except for one little feature that saved them and that is Car2Go has a lot of tracking systems in it. It's not just one. So, you know, what they did was they isolated the one that they thought they were getting uh, and there was about six on every one of these Car2Go. So the police were able to apprehend the gone in 60 second uh, version of today's thieves. Um, but yeah, this is something to keep in mind. These car sharing programs are a lot easier to steal cars now. Uh, listen, we, for people that are getting a little bit nervous about autonomous vehicles, uh, yeah. Cadillac is sort kind of like it's sort of like an in between, isn't it? It is. Cadillac is one of uh, Cadillac's a favorite. Hamilton Limo uses Cadillacs, yeah. and I, I I love them. I had a uh, CTS back when the uh, the Matrix first came out. I, I love that car. Um, anyway, Cadillac used to drive one. I loved it. It was amazing. It was it was really futuristic for its time. I mean, we had a little bit of a downfall during the 2010 side, but anyway, Cadillac's coming up with their new upgraded features. This is specific to Canada. And why I felt this was very uh, prominent is that Cadillac has now the ability, it's it's kind of like a super cruise. So it's cruise control with a little bit of, uh, I'm going to say on steroids. It's not the fully autonomous that we see with the uh, uh, with the uh, Teslas and, and, you know, the other cars that are being tested. But what it does is on certain highways, 407, uh, 401, uh, 403, QEW, in the southern Ontario, this GTA area, 
when you get a Cadillac with this semi-driving feature, it actually knows the road. It can take you right to the off-ramps. So it, it, think of it as almost self-driving, but mm, once you get on the off-ramp, you have to take over the car or be available to, uh, to, to take the car over again. It's, it's almost like a, a road maps itself to give it that semi-autonomous full feeling. So that's going to be coming out very sh- well next year. The Cadillac is going to be launched here in Ontario, and you'll be able to have these amazing on the QEW side of things where it keeps a perimeter around you, will drive you on and off ramps, and will be able to change lanes only on the highway right now. Where are they making those? Do you know? Oh, that I don't. I don't know that part. I'm. I, I'm so sure available here. I just wonder made. if they do. I know it's not going to be Oshawa, <laughs> apparently, but unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that might be a sour point. But yeah, I think what's really cool is the fact that they've. It only works on on certain highways right now. It's going to be in southern Ontario. So the 400 series highways. The 400 series. I do know that the QEWs and the 407s for sure have been uploaded to this Cadillac that will be available in this area. So what's really neat is yeah, yeah. I mean, what I liked about it is uh, <clears throat> Marcus at Hamilton Limo will be able to get one and be able to put it on cruise control and literally just you know I can sit back and relax while the car is taking you automatically to the next exit you want to get off at. Bizarre. Wonderful stuff. Anyway, listen, we usually do this Fridays at 11.35, but of course, a special Thursday edition this week, uh, brought to you by Hamilton Limousine, where they use Cadillacs. Want to awesome. ride in a Cadillac? Call Marcus at Hamilton Limousine. Right. They'll, they'll set you up, right? They'll take good care of you. Yeah, Have a great right. weekend. We'll you see too. you next time. Happy Easter. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.